Coming to you pre-recorded in multiple locations. Some people say cucumbers taste better pickled. I think that's hella rad. We're your hosts, Andrew and Nathan. Nathan, how are you doing tonight? Pretty good, as always. Yeah? What are you, uh, what's on the beer menu for you tonight? No beer. Oh, yeah? What are you, what are you doing instead? Whiskey. Mmm, what kind of whiskey? <laughs> the, the only the finest for me. Kessler's Smooth as Silk. It's, it's not, by the way. What, what are you drinking here? I have got Thorn Street Brewing uh, Relay IPA. They're also located in San Diego. They've just opened up a new location in uh, Barrio Logan, I believe. I haven't been there. I've only been to their original spot, which is like a house that they just converted into a brewery, from what I can tell. It's got a really good barbecue joint next door that I have not eaten at as well. All these things I haven't done that I keep talking about. Let's not turn this into cool spots in San Diego podcast, okay? All right, yeah. (laughs) Um, Or actually, let's do. It might be better. (laughs) Um, So, non-sponsors. Gatorade, number one. uh, Never will be a sponsor. And um, I don't know. I mean, that's mine. Yeah. I was going to say we're not sponsored by anybody that makes plain flavored Greek yogurt because that shit's gross. I don't know why it exists. Like, why why not just get a flavored kind? Like, well, all you're going to do, go ahead. What about the ones that provide the fruit with the plain and you can mix it? That's a fucking annoying, like fruit on the bottom or like the side cup that you dump in. Like, fucking pre-mix it for me. I don't want this shit. It's like going to uh, restaurants where you got to cook your own food. This is a scam. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, fuck plain Greek yogurt. So, across the board, all of those companies. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll support their, I'll support their flavored yogurts. No problem. So, it's a product-specific non-sponsor in this Yeah. Case. Okay. Yeah. Get that plain shit out of here. Give me some flavors, dog. But even if they provide the flavor, if it's not already mixed in, you're still against it. So you're like, you want the like goober shit that mixes the <laughs> peanut butter and the jelly together. That's the kind of thing you're about. Have you ever had that like pre-mixed uh, peanut butter and jelly? No. I haven't either. I don't, it's, it looked a little terrifying to me. Yeah, I think it's a, a it's about pride, why people don't do it because yeah, you know it seems practical enough but i have you know some pride about myself i'm not about to use the goober yeah i mean i just look at it like there's no way this can be good so i'm not <laughs> even going to go there that's a good point yeah you want to open up with our first topic uh you want me to open up with our first topic do you want me to open up with our first topic? No, I asked you. Do you want me to open up <laughs> with our first topic? Uh, yeah. I can, yeah. Um, I got triggered earlier uh, this week when I was on Facebook. and um, We need a trigger warning. Yeah, I don't have one, unfortunately. Uh, provide me one, and we'll put it in next time. Uh, but it was pictures from Burning Man and... Uh, Somebody was like, oh, I was so happy I got to play with so-and-so's kids at Burning Man. And 
like toddler age kids and i was just angry that somebody like their thought process was like well i gotta go to burning man right but i got this fucking kid uh i know i shouldn't normally take a kid into the middle of the desert with a bunch of drug addicts and sex crazed morons but um you know what i can't miss it and uh i'm not gonna leave them with my parents or anything like that uh so let's let's fucking take the toddler out to the desert let's go i know that i shouldn't be surprised by the fact that like there's just no nobody there's no gates like hey only over 21 at the entrance of burning man but i i still am well it's like if you want your child's first memories to be like, oh, I remember my mom's friend had a big penis necklace and was dry humping a subwoofer out in the middle of the desert. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I see a lot of shit where people shouldn't like bring their kids places they shouldn't. The the first annoying one to me was like, there's a lot of family friendly breweries uh, down here, but. At the same time, when it's eight, nine o'clock and the parents are like getting drunk and the brewery's starting to get crowded, and then you got this fucking four or five year old just like hanging on to them or just wandering around. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, same idea, not quite the same skill, but the idea is like, you shouldn't be out right now. Just go home no. with your fucking kid. I, I saw something the other day. It was, uh, I think it's called Record Store Day, where just, I don't know, record stores put on fucking events and whatever. And one of the ones uh, in my neighborhood had uh, a little open patio and they had like just bands playing all day. And I see this little kid, he's probably like, three or four and he's out there with his dad like and he's got uh the those earmuffs you put on when you go shooting and i'm like why the fuck do you have your kid here like if you knew to put the head ear like the have whatever fucking headphones earmuffs. on him yeah if you knew to put the earmuffs on him don't you think it was a bad idea it crossed your mind that it was a bad idea to take him to this in the first place and as this is going through my head, thinking what a shitty parent this is, I see another fucking kid there, same age, with no earmuffs on. <laughs> well, there's a, a real parent right there, you know. Yeah. You know, fucking like... coddle your kids. Let them, you know, hearing the grades over time, it doesn't improve. Let's fuck it up early, you know. I saw some shit, too, with, like, you know what tinnitus is? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, for anybody that doesn't know, tinnitus is when you just get random ringing in your ears, and they think that it's uh, like an early sign of hearing loss, and they're saying that it gets, um, your hearing loss will get worse. Like, if you let, go to a concert when you're younger, the damage from the hearing loss can be compounded later. So, like, the younger you get the hearing damage, the worse the damage from that will be later on. That's good, you know. So t take your kids to a lot of loud shows. Take them to really, really loud and shit often. when they're real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking. Well, that's yeah. I mean, at Burning Man, you got that element as well. So it's also hella loud, 
And you got the fucking... I, and I'm not trying to, like, demonize sexuality or anything, but not for a toddler, you know? Like, they have no business witnessing that. You got no business here, baby. Oh, I've held off talking about uh, conspiracy theories for a long time, but I feel like it's time we get into uh, Flat Earth. That one is arguably a conspiracy theory. I feel like it's... I feel like it's a bunch of trolls. Like it has to be, right? It has to be. I agree that it was that it was started by trolls, and then they just found an audience of dumb people that took it over. And I guess, yeah. It there is too much about flat Earth for it to not have some people that believe it in earnest. I noticed, like, there was a convention for flat Earth. Uh, and there was nobody there like mock there was nobody there mocking or joking like it was all people that were serious and i was like this is so dumb that people don't even want to waste their fucking time like no i don't i don't need to go here to see the stupidity like it's not worth my time and effort just to be here in person to make fun of these dipshits that's kind of disappointing is like 4chan will take the time to fuck with Shia LaBeouf at <laughs> any occasion. They don't want to take the time to mess with flat earthers, but anything Shia LaBeouf does, they'll make sure to hound that shit out. I was just explaining to somebody last weekend, the fucking brilliance of that whole, he will not divide us thing. I was like, if you understood the lengths that people on 4chan went to, to shit on this guy, it was amazing. Like just, fucking star maps like uh flight patterns like everything they could do to just take it down yeah the constellation thing or something but, but anyways the the flat earth conspiracy as it were is uh to me it's fascinating because they they like their argument is based on just trusting the establishment like oh you're an idiot because you trust what they say and uh, it, it's it's hard to like break that train of th or that uh, line of reasoning, I guess, because it's just so defiantly opposed to anything that you're gonna say. Yeah, and yeah, the, anything. There's no there's no amount of proof that you could give that will. It'll just be like there's just some new bullshit uh, explanation, or they're they're like half-assed, retarded physics experiments that they do to. Uh, oh my god, it's like. Like the shit with the horizon where it's like, um, like we should be able to see the, the curvature of the earth and da, da da da. I don't know. I just, I've been so burnt out on watching, uh, like the debunking videos of the flat earth that. <laughs> Isn't it funny that we actually have to have, where we don't have to have it, but like it's become such a thing that people feel it necessary to debunk the flat earth. Like that we actually have to that people feel it's a valuable commodity to explain why the flat earth isn't a real thing. What they had some guy recently that like uh, like a stuntman, they got they tried to launch him into I don't even know where the fuck he how where he was trying to go. But they made a rocket and launched this dude in the air with it. And you read like the articles about it and you could, it was clear. I think he even vaguely admitted to it was like, I just want these people's, I'm just a stunt man and I want these people's funding to do my stunts. So if they, meet a, if they need me to believe the earth is flat, 
for them to give me money to build my stupid ass rocket, then uh, I'm all on board. So I, I guess they have a point from up here. It's not conclusive that the Earth is spherical. Or like um, the fucking ice wall. Uh, I See, I never really looked too into the flat Earth stuff, but just hearing the ice wall, I'll, I mean, I think for most people, draws you to Game of Thrones reference. You're like, wait, isn't that the fucking, isn't that fucking Game of Thrones? Well, it's all based off of these, uh, these maps that like flatten the earth because uh, I've, I've i don't even like saying it this way but they'll take the maps that where they have um what would it be the north pole in the center and then the uh when they flatten it out antarctica becomes a giant ring around the edge <laughs> of this circular map and it was like it was for navigators to use because they're not going to make fucking paper mache globes in like the 1600s to navigate. So it was like a practical way to do it. And they take these as like fact that the flat earth is flat. And it's like, you fucking idiots. This is just a way of drawing the map out that makes sense on a 2D plane. It's based in uh, fact, I guess. And then they manipulate that as like, uh, well, anyway, they, this is what they use to navigate the world. What do you mean to tell me it's not real? I guess I shouldn't hate. I mean, that one's definitely really dumb. I like like when people get uh, like talk about their families disowning them for being like a flat earther, and it's like they're probably afraid they're gonna catch whatever uh, disease that made you dumb enough to believe this, so they had to excommunicate you. But uh, I was guilty of falling. I wouldn't say I got super into it, but I definitely believed the PizzaGate uh, conspiracy for a while. That one I found like super fascinating. I think uh, the reason I never even got into that one is just because it had pizza in the title. I'm like, ah, I can't take this serious. It says pizza. Come on. It, they, the, they did it intentionally, man. It was all to throw you off and make you not believe in it. <laughs> well, then if you're the one or wanting to expose this, then call it something better. Like yeah, don't call child porn gate. Then maybe I'll pay attention <laughs> to it. Like, Well, actually funny you say that because it was originally called uh pedo gate and then it wasn't until the guy shot up the comet ping pong uh pizza parlor that the news started running with the uh, calling it pizza gate unfortunate change in name yeah and even that guy uh that shot up the pizza parlor the weird the weird thing about that whole shit to me maybe you should like out of give a little bit of context for what you're about to jump into. So, uh, the whole thing, the whole conspiracy thought started when the WikiLeaks, um, released all of John Podesta's emails, uh, about Papa John? The, with the whole, the yeah. Papa John? <laughs> give me some sodi pops. Sorry. So it all, it all started with, uh, those email leaks from John Podesta's email for the whole Hillary Clinton campaign. And then people um, started noticing all these weird, like, uh, references to, like, pizza and hot dogs and shit. And they started, they started uh, coming up with this theory that it was all, like, code words uh, related to, um, like, child porn. Because, like, they'll refer to, like, uh, 
according to like 4chan, it, when you say like cheese pizza, the initial CP is also meaning uh, child porn. So people started linking all these Podesta emails to uh, like a child sex ring, whatever, all this weird stuff. And they brought in all this weird shit with like spirit cooking and uh, all this weird like art that he had in his home. And basically some, some way or another, they started linking it to this uh, Comet Ping Pong in DC. Cause I think some of the emails they talked about it. Um, and so some guy went in there, like convinced that it was uh, real. So he goes in there with a, uh, some kind of gun and like shoots up the place and uh, doesn't find anything. The, the only weird thing I found about the whole pizza place was, and him shooting it up was he somehow, one of his shots, he somehow managed to fire it through a door and hit a computer on the other side and the bullet went through the hard drive of the only computer in the office there. And I was like, that seems uh, convenient, but okay. Almost as crazy as the Kennedy bullet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It always comes down to a bullet in these conspiracy theories. Um, so yeah, what happened from there? So yeah, that was like all fizzled out and then uh, I think after that, that was like, that was like people's proof that it wasn't real. So it all kind of like died out from there. There's still some people that are, are, uh, into that row, right? They're still into Pizzagate. Yeah. Well, there was weird stuff with like Trump, uh, being a big advocate of taking down these like human trafficking and, uh, child pornography rings. Like one of the weird things I found was like, there was one in California where they like, they got like a hundred and something people in like a child sex ring. Uh, and they had like the cooperation of like 10 to 20 different police departments up and down uh, California. And it was like in the news for one day and it was done. And I was like, this is a fucking, this seemed like a bigger story to me, but okay. That's a happy story. Yeah. There's always, but with all these conspiracies, there's always this weird shit where it's like there's no real explanation for part of it, and then people latch on and grow this these crazy ideas out of it. Like there's no explanation for why they talked about pizza and all these weird cryptic messages in those emails, but at the same time, with say like the 9/11 conspiracy, like what was it Tower Seven, the building that was like completely on like wasn't hit by any of the planes also like crumpled in on itself it's like or the fact that there was like no uh footage of all the footage of the plane crash into the pentagon was like you can't find so there's like all conspiracy that like that was a bomb and not a plane but it's like there's all these unanswered like segments of it so people link this shit together into uh really into really odd ways and weave these ridiculous stories. Yeah. If only we could just know, but we don't have the luxury. I thought, weren't they supposed to release? Like there's supposed to be some fucking chest of documents about the JFK thing. that was supposed to be opened at some, some point or. I think they did. And just nobody really, cause nobody, that nobody people really care anymore, but it was really showing like the links of, uh, 
what was the guy? Uh, I forget his name. Oswald or something. Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald. Uh, who he didn't in... kill JFK, by the way, but. They said there was a bunch of doc documents they released, and it was basically showing that they uh, covered up a bunch of shit about how he was really pissed at one of the uh, generals or higher up in uh, the Kennedy administration because of some immigration issues he had because he lived in Russia for a while, and I think he was bringing his wife back, and they gave him like that he his wife that he had and that he met in russia and so they dishonorably discharged him from the military and it just fucked up all his like life and plans so i think what i think what came of some of these documents is what really happened was he was actually trying to shoot somebody else in the car and uh hit jfk instead and the bullet twisted and moved around and flipped and did a little spinny do and yeah <laughs> so no they didn't really have any new information for us no i just like half ass like heard somebody like talking about this stuff so i'm super well informed well if there was real info we would have heard about it that's for sure yeah oh i think uh we're gonna take a quick commercial break and we'll be back in a minute guys yabu Hi, welcome to Austin Pizza. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger themed pizza parlor. We got pizzas like Predatoroni, Total Recombination, Coded to Barbecue Chicken Pizza, True Pie Chicago Deep Dish, Terminator 3, Fries of the Meat. We also got calzones like Batman and Calzone, the Calzonables, and the Calzones, the Calzone Down. Terminator 2, Calzone Day, the 6 Calzone, and the Calzone Bag, which is actually named after the comeback, a 1980 documentary film directed by Kit Laughlin, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. It follows Schwarzenegger as he returns from professional bodybuilding competition in order to participate in a 7th annual bodybuilding world championship to try to regain his title as Mr. Olympia. Well, at least according to Wikipedia, If you don't like pizza, we got salad called the Kindergarten Carb Salad. So stop in for a slice of Arnold. We're located off the freeway on Manchester Street. Come on down to the fairgrounds this Sunday and see the world-famous Hot Two Trot Horse Show, featuring the most majestic and beautiful creatures on the face of the earth. But don't just take our word for it. Listen to this customer testimonial. Yeah, I, I gotta tell you, I, I love my wife, Bernice. Uh, I, I love her more than anything in the whole world. Uh, but uh, it, it was something I ain't never known um, up until uh, after we got married. Is, uh, she she loves these fucking horses. Uh, it, it's been a source of uh, uh, conflict for me ever ever since uh, we we we've been married together. And, and let me just tell you this, you know, I, I can't even get in the fucking door. In the, every every fucking day over there, I, I, I walk in and she's like, "Honey, oh, you you, you gotta see." I said, "I seen it on the horses on the TV. You gotta come over here and check it out." And uh, it's just every fucking day I, I can't handle it. I I love it so much, but uh, but these fucking these horses, I, I never knew I, I 
that anybody cares so much about a fucking horse. And uh, what it's done to me is it's uh, it's transformed me into this uh, this you know real bitter kind of. I, I can't stop but but fucking think about how much I hate these fucking horses. You see, I hear about it all the fucking time, and uh, it's like my whole life is a labyrinth, and uh, you know every every fucking path it, it just leads to more horses and more horses, and they, they're little high steps, and they up and down, and they they trot around like a, you know a, a step on two over here, step on two, uh, and she loves it. She fucking loves it. You know, I I can't get. I can't understand why she's so into these fucking horses. She's driving me fucking nuts. And I love her. And I, I just wish that, you know what, we could just live without the fucking horses all the fucking time. Uh, well, why is it always horses? Why does it have to be like this? It's everything. I I ask myself this question all the fucking time. Every fucking day. And I, I love her so much that I, I, I still deal with these fucking horses all the fucking time. But uh, I got to tell you, the, the horse show over there at the fairgrounds... Uh, pretty good. You, you may want to consider going and checking it out. Uh, take the whole family. You know, as much as I hate horses, uh, and it pains me to say, the, the show is pretty good. It's a pretty good show. Uh, go check it out. Well, there you have it, folks. Straight from the horse's mouth. Come see the world-famous Hot Two Trot Horse Show at the fairgrounds this Sunday, featuring the most majestic and beautiful creatures on the planet. Seats are filling up fast, so get your tickets today. Bring the whole family. Gates open at 5, and the show starts promptly at 6 p.m. Yabu, and we're back. Nathan, how have you been on the break? Couldn't be better. Yeah. So it's my understanding you've got some uh, more knowledge on uh, Puerto Rico after our last conversation. Yeah, not that we ever mentioned it before, but um, I I just got to thinking about Puerto Rico and not necessarily about the hurricane thing that happened before, but uh, just. The idea of it being a, what's officially described as an unincorporated territory of the United States is it's just kind of weird. And I realized I don't really know a lot about Puerto Rico, so I kind of started digging. And disclaimer, this isn't really funny or anything, but... Um, <laughs> I, we could be educational too, right? Well, I just... There's a certain things that I thought were interesting. I kind of wanted to get your your take on it. Um one of the most interesting things that I uh, kind of stumbled into reading about it was, so obviously they're American American citizens, but um, like they they can't vote for president and this kind of weird stuff. Um, and I wondered kind of what that transition was like. So, as it turns out, they were granted citizenship, but it was not like um without some drawbacks initially so there was this uh there there was this act called the jones act and it granted them um citizenship but they actually opposed this and it come to find out that it was right before they issued the selective service act and also right before (laughs) they entered world war one so they pretty much were like Hey, congratulations, you're citizens of America, and now you get to go fight in Europe. These motherfucking draft dodgers. Well, that yeah, they couldn't. Uh, so it was just like, that's a pretty shitty way to get your citizenship. And um... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, that's what they did with uh, black people after the Civil War. Yeah, but this is like motherfucking... 
like World War One, and black people were like, yeah, we're going to fight so that there's like a, we have a movement behind it where at the end of it, you know, we're going to quote unquote be free. Although obviously that's a complicated history, but you know, what does Puerto Rico give a fuck about what's happening in Europe? You know, who fu- like, and they're all basically Spanish um, that came over and then were colonized. And then apparently we just got them through the, uh, some treaties. Uh, at, we had actually offered to purchase from Spain and they declined to offer like, nah, we ain't going to sell you. We offered like 130 million or some shit like that. Um, but anyways, I thought that was a fun little piece of history, but also the fact that like, even to this day, they're like the citizens in Puerto Rico are lobbying to either become a state or let us be like our own nation. And we're just, Congress basically just ignores them because they can. They don't have to respond. They're just like, ah, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, come talk to us when you're uh, connected to the rest of the United States. And don't bring up Hawaii or Alaska. Those are different circumstances. Yeah, they're like, let us be part of the United States. And we're like, eh, nah. I mean, you are, but not really. Like, unless you bring us pineapples or you're fucking gigantic, don't talk to us. The um, other thing that was kind of alarming uh, is that r- a little over 40% of the entire nation lives in poverty. Um, and they're actually considered like one of the most competitive economies in Latin America. And so part of their problem is the United States had set up certain rules and corporate protections for companies that chose to operate business out of Puerto Rico that basically just expired and caused like a national recession and just nothing was ever done about it. So they're just living in poverty, been living in basically a recession economic state for the past 10 years. And like they're part of America, I guess. I I just don't get it. Like, why are we, why, why is this even happen in this day and age? I heard they have some, uh, like a lot of weird, like tax, uh, loopholes there too so well they like, did that's the thing is they, they used uh, to and now that they don't like the businesses just leave so there's like <laughs> oh i mean they still have well not so much after the hurricane but they still have like the tourism a little bit but it's just like they've been designed to fail by america when the going gets tough all the rich white people leave <laughs> and make money somewhere else yeah yeah that's how the saying goes. I'll take my exploitative schemes elsewhere. Thank you very much. I don't have to put up with this playing by the rules bullshit. Yeah, fucking try and regulate me. I'm going to let all the middle class and poor people pay the taxes, not me. I got people for that. Well, I just wanted to, I, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting myself in the fact that the United States, such a free fucking country, still has these fucking... Uh, unincorporated territories and the largest by far of which is Puerto Rico. It's just, it's just like a weird legacy of the past with just like a reminder of our colonial history. Yeah. I feel like people needed to know that Puerto Rico exists and it's part of the United States. Yeah. Exists in poverty basically due to the United States. There's an well, not to get too, and there's another law that Pat, like a maritime law that requires trading vessels 
they can't go straight to Puerto Rico if they're not a U.S. vessel. They have to go fucking to mainland U.S. and then come back. And so they have to absorb all that cost of trading just because of some old fucking law. Oh, yeah. I heard about that shit, just how absurd it was. Yeah, John McCain tried to repeal it, actually. It's interesting. Okay, enough enough about Puerto Rico. <laughs> People are like I'm learning too much. You're starting to uh, yeah. starting to fucking zone me out here. Yeah, let's get into something a little sillier. Uh, we gotta get into our our segment here. Who? What? Where? When? Why? And, and Howie, Howie Mandel. Mandel. All right. So for those of you who forgot, uh, this week's challenge is John Leguizamo. So. Nathan, you're the winner from last week, so I'll let you uh, start your connection. I'm not as confident this week, that's for sure. I, I think it turns out if you have two people in entertainment that actually trying to find that thread is a lot harder because there's so much more to dig through. Um, so anyways, Howie Mandel was in Little Monsters movie with Fred Savage. Fred Savage was voice actor in a Family Guy episode, Foxy Lady, in 2009. Seth MacFarlane is the writer and creator of both Family Guy and American Dad. And John Leguizamo voiced the character Lewis in American Dad episode, the full cognitive redaction of Avery Bullock by the coward Stan Smith. Oh, fascinating. My link was uh, they've both been on, John Leguizamo and Howie Mandel have both been on uh, the Conan O'Brien, uh, whichever whichever variant of his late night talk show, they've both been on it multiple times. The TBS or the NBC? <laughs> which brings me to my, yeah, which brings me to my next point of uh, the, the huge flaw in using, um, talk shows to link them together because it totally destroys the uh the challenge because they always go on for press yeah because <laughs> yeah, everybody's been on all of these fucking talk shows hey so. that's your fault for fucking making the first one martin luther king fucking <laughs> jr for christ's sake i played like, by I, had, I played by fair rules on this one i had to fucking go there all right <laughs> So, so are you are you saying you felt like you cheated on the uh, first one? No, I, I felt, felt like, like I didn't have a choice but one. to choose that as a connection. There's, there's no, I couldn't think of anything else. But I get you, I get your point. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta like retool the rules so that it's just like uh, TV shows and movies. Because even mine, I fucking use like a People magazine article <laughs> and a photo from a fucking red carpet event. So. <laughs> That's some fucking bullshit, if you ask me. But I'm I'll take what take it where I can get it. Yeah, it's more of a I, I hear you the TV movie association. But we have to just then you have to be careful about who the examples are. Uh, they have to have obviously a filmography. But um, I, I that's fair. So this this brings me to my pitch to you for my our next uh, segment idea. I used to play this game on. Uh, car rides the fucking six hour car ride from uh, san diego to our our hometown shout out to merced california 209 don't don't ever do that again please no no you know it you know it all too <laughs> yeah. well you've seen people with the tattoos <laughs> yeah 
but uh, fuck those people from Stockton and everywhere else that share 209. It's just about Merced. You know, my girlfriend would give me shit because uh, I would say I was from Merced, but I'm from the humble little neighboring town of Atwater. She's like, you can't claim uh, to be from Merced. You're from fucking Atwater. Yeah. I'm Merced like, County. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're both garbage. Why does it matter? It's like, I'm from the left side of the dumpster. You can't say uh, you're from the right side of the dumpster. Yeah, did you explain it to her that way? Or? No, no. <laughs> you you got to watch yourself. You got to... <laughs> You gotta watch yourself because it's so fun to shit on it but then most of the time you're shitting on it to people that still live there so you're like uh maybe uh maybe they don't appreciate uh you talking about how much you hate uh where they're stuck they're, they're gonna love this podcast yeah <laughs> yeah i know it's like the only people that listen to this are from there and they're just like fuck you i'm shutting it off now hey friends Hey, what, fuck where <laughs> yeah, you yeah. are. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, listeners. Go fuck yourself. Um, but my segment idea was um, the idea is that you come up with a superpower uh, that you believe is completely useless. And the other person has to find a practical use for that where they could actually be an effective superhero. Like, for an example, like if somebody was like, he has the power to turn shit into ice. You're like, well, that's that's really useless, right? Like you can't. What do you what are you gonna do if you turn poop into ice? Like, like maybe you can make some cold drinks, but it still seems kind of gross. Like you're not gonna be able to fight crime with that, right? It's it's poop ice. Like the ice is made of poop, or it's. No, it gets comp- it gets changed on a molecular level to just pure ice. That's not too bad. Yeah, I could I could work with that. <laughs> so and that, but the counter there could be that like, well, you could turn the shit into ice while it's still inside of somebody, and that could cause some damage. Oh, okay. Which might maybe that poses a philo- philosophical question of when is it considered poop? Not at the moment of conception, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Is it the moment it goes into your, goes from your large intestine? I would that would be my argument that it's poop when it goes from your large and is it large intestine then small intestine? I believe so. Do you know biology very well. Yeah, I would argue that that's the moment it uh, becomes poop because there's a lot of gray area between stomach and large intestine. Oh, in terms of what it is, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, but I mean, I mean, for me personally, it's it's not poop until it's out of the butt. Yeah, I was gonna say, what about like anal sex? But I mean, it's still if it's on you and it you pull out, then it's still poop. So it becomes poop as you pull it out yeah. of the ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your argument still stands. Your <laughs> argument still stands. Oh my god! But yeah. That's my uh, that's my proposal for a new segment. Not talking about shit the entire time, but uh, terrible superpowers. I think the rule should be asked to be a related to shit in some way. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all shit related powers. Well, let's not do do that, but uh, yeah. yeah. But we're keeping Howie Mandel still, right? We're just yeah. Hey, so we just... with. Is that rule retroactively in place so I lose the first one and then win this round? Or 
No. Well, I mean, either, either way, way I'm both, winning one. Either way, we're tied. Yeah, it doesn't matter at this point because we're tied either way. I just want to know which one I'm I'm winning. Uh, you won the first one, and I won the second one. So and then it's you now- put the rule in after you won. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Right. I'm like, and that's that seems fair because I could have just used, I could have just used it, uh, like over and over again. So yeah. I would have started protesting at some point. I would have caught on eventually, but not as not as fast as <laughs> as I would have liked to think I would have. Yeah. Did you use Oracle of Bacon yet? No. I'm not. Come on, dude. I'm a man of honor. It's, come on. I'm a gentleman. Well, I probably could have got a better connection if I used that site than fucking Fred Savage to Seth MacFarlane to John Leguizamo. But. You know. We didn't even touch on why we chose John Leguizamo in the first place. I'm guessing it uh, has to do with um, a certain movie that he's he's been in the past. Yeah, so uh, I'll let you uh, roll this out since you were you somehow found this gem of a movie, and then we can comment on it. <laughs> I so I, I remember I didn't. Don't even say the title that. first. Just yeah. say just say the uh, the plot and premise. Well, okay. It'd be better. I'll just read it verbatim from online. It's just, I'm not going to do any better than what they actually composed for it. Elite Manhattan drag queens, Vita Bohine and Noxima Jackson impress regional judges in competition, securing berths into the nationals in Las Vegas, or excuse me, Los Angeles. When the two meet pathetic drag novice, Chichi Rodriguez, one of the losers that evening, the charmed Vita and Noxima, agree to take the hopeless youngster under their joint wing. Soon, the three set off on a madcap road trip across America and struggle to make it to Los Angeles in time. And that's all it says. So who, which actors are playing which of these characters? Vita Bohine is played by Patrick Swayze. Noxima Jackson is played by Wesley Snipes. <laughs> And Chichi Rodriguez is John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo, the one and only. And the movie is called To Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. The trailer. You don't need to watch the movie. No, Just watch the trailer. Yeah, uh, we 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 love the trailer, and we still haven't brought ourselves to uh, watch the movie. I imagine it's somewhere along the lines of sitting through the room, where you're like, "This is terrible." But it's a cultural event, so I have to fucking slave through it. Uh, this movie was made in 95, and we're still talking about trans issues today. They they took it head on back in the mid-90s. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, they were ahead of their time. Uh, yeah, but anybody that is listening, you have to listen to or watch the trailer for this movie. I had remembered seeing it like when I was a kid and then just drummed up my memory recently, and it's... It's so worth watching. Uh, just go check it out. It has not aged well. You know what has surpri- surprisingly aged flawlessly is uh, Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's a good movie. My theory behind why is that nobody knows what dinosaurs actually look like. So uh, we all just assume they look like all the CGI renderings we do. So there's no there's no basis of uh, like, to judge off of like if you do a cgi person you you can be like yeah that's fucking off that's weird something's not right about that 
But when you got no fucking clue what a dinosaur looks like and all your all your frame of reference is pictures and renderings made by other people, then it's like it just it just always looks good. Well, it yeah, Jurassic Park too is like be in the cusp of uh practical and digital effects too. So they played it, it it's kind of like Terminator 2 where they play off each other or they use the um digital effects to inform the practical effects and that's where i feel like it's most effective because like it's also the element of the dinosaur is great too right you get a canvas to work with or nobody can really critique it but uh but the the combination with the practical effect too really is what makes it stand out like it doesn't look cheesy or anything do you know if all dinosaurs laid eggs i have no idea I, i would assume so as a uh, in some form or another, it had to be like eggs been laying and uh, inseminated, just like pretty much any other, you know, lizard or, or bird or anything like that. Uh, I just ask because you seem to be the egg expert. <laughs> ah, that's a good point. Actually, that reminds me. Thank you very much. Uh, as we all know, of the 50 Imperial Jeweled Egg made by the Fabergé Company, um, only 47 have been found or confirmed as damaged or whatever, uh, leaving many <laughs> well. to be found. Um, but, you know, seven, roughly. If my count is accurate. Um, <laughs> so I, I've covered it a few times already. I don't really have much more to update you with outside of the fact that there has not been an, another egg found uh, since I last updated you. Oh. I think this segment's better when I just shit all over your stupid Fabergé egg updates. Well, I mean, the update's over now. We, we... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't shit on it. So. Yeah, because you let me talk this time. Yeah, actually, let me just <laughs> fucking get through it, finish it, and I'm done. But to be fair... It, that was like a whole five seconds. Well, I, I you might have a little bit of a point about how much content I can produce week to week uh, on this. Uh, but I, <laughs> the main thing I want, the whole reason I want to do it is just to tell people, you know, let them know yeah. if it one has you, been found or not. We don't need to get into the history. We can if you want. But, you know, I tell people about this segment that uh, aren't current, aren't listeners yet to the podcast. And they're actually fascinated they ask they start asking me all this information about Fabergé eggs and I'm like I don't fucking know like you listen he explains it all like Jesus I never thought I never thought people would actually be interested in fucking decorative eggs but clearly you gotta they're confused they think that it's the one that their fucking (laughs) aunt sally has back in fucking missoula or some shit they're like oh yeah i love fabergé eggs you know i don't have to get into it again but you know they don't fucking know what a fabergé egg is (laughs) but the irony is if they knew what a fabergé egg was they'd be even more interested in hearing about it (laughs) oh we need to get you on antiques right show Dude, if I found a Fabergé egg on Antiques Roadshow, I'd, my life could just end then. It'd be complete. That's going to be the pinnacle of the podcast is getting... Uh, we're going to get a nice studio one day 
and we're gonna have that is the centerpiece on the table is a uh faberge egg which which one's your favorite all of them <laughs> diplomatic answer <laughs> what is that like uh the movie office space like what's your favorite michael bolton album yeah. oh all of them i just can't decide yeah I celebrate the man's entire catalog yeah <laughs> i can't choose just one we could uh one fun thing about faberge eggs is that the heist element of it i mean there's obviously a lot that have been found doesn't mean you can't take it <laughs> you can fucking go steal it if you guys got any tips out there for where we can find Fabergé eggs to heist. Uh, Nathan will give you all our contact info shortly. Well, most of them are this dude, Victor Veckelsberg. He has the majority of them. So we got to fucking, uh, we got to get to that guy. But I was really hoping his name would be Schmeckelberg. Like, <laughs> Schmeckelsberg. Like a penis. Yeah, some he probably has a small penis that he has to collect so many fucking Fabergé eggs. Like, let the world have some of them, motherfucker. Like, he has, I think he has over half of them. I don't know why he feels the need to hoard all the fucking Fabergé eggs, but whatever. We'll, we'll find some new ones. And I'll let you know when we do. It's like lifted trucks and Fabergé eggs. Clear signs of small dicks. <laughs> As the saying goes. Yeah. As it goes now. Um, yeah, so that was it. You know, updates over. And uh, I, get, I think we're podcast is over now, huh? Yeah. You want to close us out? Yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening. If you are interested in contacting us, you can on Twitter at It's Hella Rad. Our SoundCloud is It's Hella Rad. And our Facebook page is simply Hella Rad. Um, we also have a Discord. Uh which I can link on Twitter or something. I think I'll link it on the Facebook. Not like anybody's listening or will even come, but uh, I like to chat. If you want to leave us hate mail, we'd be happy to read it uh, during the show. So get creative. Yeah, tweet us your hateful comments or suggest. Well, not suggestions. I don't want to hear suggestions. No, to be honest, I don't. I don't want a positive feedback. I just want you to shit on us. Like God McAfee. <laughs> yeah. Shit on us all you want. <laughs> all right. Good night, everybody. Not bad.